hey, 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 you guys. We're so glad to have another special guest on season six of Black Canvas. And I've actually talked to him a couple of times before this actual interview, and I'm just so excited to have him as a guest on our show. I love his albums, and I thought it'd be great for us to have him here. And if you guys haven't heard of Mr. Harlan Silverman, today will be a great introduction. Harlan Silverman is an American composer, multi-instrumentalist, and a producer. Harlan believes in the power of music. Specifically, the power of music has to comfort our minds and relax our bodies. He began studying classical cello when he was four years old. Harlan had worked as a singer slash producer in a wide variety of styles ranging from hip hop to classical. He has collaborated with artists such as Duckworth, Michelle Branch, John Baptiste, and Mayor Hawthorne. And you guys, y'all know John Baptiste. We definitely, him being from New Orleans, I'm so excited he went in um, his Grammys this year. And I love Michelle Branch, one of my favorite artists. And in 2020, Harlan began composing music for relaxation and meditation. And we're so grateful, Harlan, to have you here as a guest on Black Canvas. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm fanning out. I mean, when I heard you work with Michelle Branch, I was like, man, I mean, that was one of my favorite artists growing up. I love even, you know, her rendition of um, The wow. Game of Love with some Santana, I believe, correct? Yes, Santana, that was such a good yeah. song. Um, every, <laughs> yeah. Everything to me, I think, was another one I'm trying to go back to my mind. <laughs> But she's amazing. Yeah. And I love, of course, John Baptiste. I mean, native, just amazing artist. And just has like his speech when he gave his speech for the Grammys. I was just so moved by just the power in his voice. Yes. He is a really talented, wise, generous, kind. I can't say it, you know, enough positive things about him. He's a very special person. So I want to give y'all a hint, you guys. I think Harlan has a lot of those qualities, too. He just may be too modest to say. <laughs> but we're so glad to have you here. And I have a couple of questions I wanted to ask you. And just give me your honest opinion and first thing that comes to mind. All right. So the first sure. question I have is, what makes you feel inspired or to help you live your best life? So what's something that inspires you? Music. I mean... I've been doing music for as long as I can remember. And I mean, first and foremost, I'm a fan. Uh, I listen to music all the time and it, it never ceases to amaze me. There's always new music that I'm finding that, that inspires me. Um, so that really keeps me going as an individual and it keeps me going as a musician myself. I love that you said that, Harlan, because I think sometimes when an artist has been, you know, maybe performing for a, an extended period of time or they've created a specific sound in music, that sometimes people can become stagnated as related to mm -hmm. the types of music that they actually perform. But I actually said this on a, a previous podcast. I use Lady Gaga as a great example of the many genres of music that she has partaken in, but just the types of artists she's worked with. And it's just... Like, I love to see that type of music or like Pink or, you know, there's many artists I can just name mm -hmm. that can just be almost, I like to call it like genre bending <laughs> instead of 
you know, it's yes. just amazing to see that um, and that you were able to say, hey, you can go from hip hop to classical. Not many people can do that. Yeah, it's true. Um, but it's, you know, I see the similarities between all music. It's, it's all based on rhythm and harmony. So it all shares the same mother and father. <laughs> that's a great analogy for them you're right it does and it's also about the feeling you you have once you hear a specific song it's it's a vibe yes yes absolutely definitely. so i have a really fun question for you what is the best compliment that you've ever received wow um i guess that you know my music has helped somebody during a hard time that really, to me, is is the best compliment. When I hear that my music can go, like you were saying, it can create a vibe. It goes beyond the music. Um, that would be, to me, the most moving compliment I've gotten. Do you remember that person that told you that? That if you don't mind sharing with us who it was. I mean, multiple people just, you know, through, through the internet and social media, people find me and, and I, you know, they write messages and tell me that, that the instrumental music has helped them relax their, and calm their mind. And that's kind of, you know, a really um, great compliment to me. It is. And I kind of told Harlan before we started the interview, guys, because I listened to his albums and we're going to talk about a few of those in a second, but they really helped me. And I know with my career that you need to have downtime and to find things to keep you in that Zen place. And so I, I just love it. I feel like it, it helped me to recenter myself, but it also helped me to find my Zen. And it kind of goes into my next question for you is mm. um, what is your definition of meditation? And how has your music helped people find their, their Zen? Yeah, um, I mean, meditation to me is when you're able to focus your mind on a single thought, when you can tune out the constant chatter or waves, all the different thoughts in, in your mind and focus on something, you know, and um, there's a lot of different ways to meditate, but that's kind of a broad definition to me, where if you're focusing on in on one thing, that's meditation. If it's you're focusing in on the, the meal that you're having, that's a form of meditation. Or if you're focusing in on walking in nature, that's meditation. Or a more traditional, you're, you're, you're sitting on the ground in a seated position and you're meditating on Buddhist teaching, that's also meditation. But I would say, you know, that focused energy. I love that you said that focus energy. Like, I mean, that's something that I can start to use that term in my own life, especially when I meditate. Mm. And I wanted to share some with you, some um, mantras that I actually use um, that helps me. So one that I tell myself yeah. is, I'm learning to validate and affirm myself and I will give myself the same love, care, and support that I give others. 
That's, I mean, that's such a good mantra. I, I love that. That's one that I, I like to use. And another one I like to use is, is I'm on the way to where I want to be. Every detour is teaching me to stay committed and to trust the path. Mm. And then mm. the last one that sometimes I will use is I forgive myself for settling when I was uncertain of my worth. I am learning how to trust that I am valuable and deserving. Yeah, that's a great one too. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, I, I love those. And I found those actually online one day and I was looking for some some mantras that I could use that I thought would be really good for me to Mm -hmm. use with meditation and those three really stood out to me and I think just practicing that sometimes even in morning evening or night or when I have more time maybe on the weekend I can practice it even more and just doing box breathing or square breathing is what it's also called it just mm -hmm. helps me to to feel like I'm in a different state yes I'm glad you shared those thank you I appreciate that so I have a really fun one as well so this one might be a little hard for you, but I think you can handle this one. Um, if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would you say to little Harlan? And I want you to kind of choose an age, if you can. I would choose 21. You know, it's not so little, but it's when I started to really become a professional uh, musician and I would tell and this kind of goes into what your mantras were saying myself to be yourself don't try to to be something that you think you need to be in order to achieve something um, I definitely spent a lot of my younger time in the music industry doing certain things because I thought those were the popular things in music um, where you know, I reached a point where I started to to make instrumental music and music for meditation and yoga and, and the things that I was passionate about and seeing that wow you can do that and it can be a successful thing uh, when I was younger I, I don't think I believed as much in my own passion. And I love that you said that, Harlan, about believing in yourself, but also staying true to who you are as a musician. And I think, like you said, 21, you're still trying to find yourself and rediscover, you know, what type of music or what type of career or even the type of people you want to work with in your career um, that can fluctuate um, through life. And you're still developing your brain to be able to function and understand the choices you're making. So it can be really hard, especially at 21. Um, I go back to when I was 20, 21, and then that was a pivotal part in my life when I really had to make a huge shift. And I just, just remember, man, what did I do for these 20 years or 21 years? It's like, I felt like I did nothing. And then when I look back, I'm like, I, I lived life. I experienced tragedy. I experienced triumph. I was able to be able to talk directly and be more assertive in my communication style. And then I also learned how to grieve in an appropriate way for me, which is something that I didn't fully understand um, for so many years. So I think 
Um, when I think of the stages of grief, you know, sometimes I was stuck in that denial stage for so long till when I finally got to anger, I didn't even know what my anger stemmed from at that moment. Um, so I'm glad that you were able to kind of say, hey, if I could look back and talk to myself, I would kind of almost encourage myself to just be who you are and just make the right choices. I love yeah. that. So Harlan, next question I have for you is, what has been your biggest challenge and your biggest success in your career thus far? And how has your career been affected due to COVID-19? Okay, so that's a couple questions. Um, I guess we'll work backwards. COVID um, affected my career in that uh, a lot of actual recording sessions, I wasn't able to do those because people weren't able to socialize and get together. But something that came out of it positive was I left during COVID-19 Los Angeles with where I grew up and I had been working for 15 years. And I moved to Portland, Oregon because I saw hey, I can make music anywhere and I can do the work that I'm doing now from my own studio anywhere. And I wanted to be in a smaller city and be around nature. And I, for me, the move was a huge uh, change and a change for the positive. I'm really... I'm much more grounded and in an environment that is more nurturing for me. Um, so that's how COVID, I mean, changed my career and my location of where I make my music and where my career is based. I would then say challenges. Um, just to keep it to not get hmm. a challenge is to to not get burnout when you do anything especially something in the creative arts and then it's also tied to your profession uh it's hard sometimes to not lose that love and initial inspiration for it so i definitely would say that again this is this is more in my my 20s but i had difficult times where i would be burnt out and I wouldn't really, I would do it because I needed to do it, but I wouldn't uh, have that centered love and focus for music. Um, and then success would be when I, you know, 2020 started making my own music, my own instrumental music, and seeing how it's grown. I was always somebody who was more behind the scenes uh, working for other people. And I 
still do that and I love doing that, but it was a uh, leap to, to go out there and, and make this music that I had no idea how people were going to respond, if it was going to be um, welcomed or not. And then having the, uh, the reach and seeing the reach that it's had would be one of my biggest successes. I love that you say that. I mean, 2020 was a huge year for a lot of us, but I think you made a really great point of just saying that you were able to finally be able to release something that really has impacted a lot of people. And like I said, instrumental music is something that I love. I mean, I go back to one of my favorite um, albums in the many years ago was Jim Brickman. I'm not sure if you've heard of Jim Brickman before, but he, Okay, so Jim Brickman um, actually plays the keyboard, and he has released a lot of music, like Disney music and different types of songs that I just really loved, and I go back to when I was younger and just listening to him, or even like Kenny G, who of course everyone knows Kenny G, Yes, and so those two would actually help me get through some tough times. I know, especially with Jim Brickman, when my grandfather Mm -hmm. passed, I actually played a song I did a PowerPoint presentation when I was in high school and I used his music in the Mm. background to help me to kind of center myself. And it's just something I've listened to him ever since. And that's been many years now, but I'm just a huge Jim Brickman and of course, Kenny G fan. And so when I heard your music, it just reminded me so much of that moment. Like what I actually felt like I was Mm. becoming something greater by hearing something that was amazing. Like it really helped me to, to smile you know like smiling from the inside when you don't even have to smile on the outside mm, yes it's, that's how I felt when I listened to your yeah. music especially um your album Earth Child which I really really love but we're going to talk about all three of them actually mm-hmm. so Visions, Earth Child and Meditations can you kind of tell us what went into creating the albums yeah um so Visions was the first one it was really my first exploration into the instrumental, if you want to call it new age or wellness music, ambient music, there's a lot of different terms for it. Um, But that one was really trying a lot of different things. Um, I had some pieces on there that were solo piano, some stuff that was more um, synthesizer and some stuff that was had strings and it was kind of an eclectic first album in in the genre of new age ambient music and because it was the first one i wanted to see which if if any of the songs would uh you know people would listen to them and then once that album came out and it got some love and did its thing I made the earth child album and the earth child was really my for my own meditation practice that album I was making music that I wanted to meditate to and do yoga to Um, and it's much more organic I would say than the visions album it has less less um, synthetic instruments and it has more strings which is my foundation like you're you mentioning that cello was my first instrument so 
that album definitely featured cello and violin and viola heavily. Um, and then the meditation album came about where I wanted to do an album that was really based on drones, where it doesn't have a lot of chord changes. It's more um, meditative. Um, it's more an introspective thing where you get all the feeling and color within one chord. Uh, I studied some Indian classical music and most of Indian classical music is on one chord. So that album was my exploration into uh, less chordal ambient music. Absolutely. And two songs that stand out to me, Evergreen and Sunlight. Mm -hmm. I was trying yes. to remember the top of my head because there's so many songs you released, yeah. but those two stood out to yeah, me. Yeah. I was like, oh, I remember those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is awesome. So I have a couple more questions for you, Harlan. Um, I thought this would be a really yeah. good one for you. Can you tell me about the importance of mental health and meditation and your opinion for people of color? Because I know that's something, um, especially to my mental health, that can be a yes. big struggle for our POCs out there. And so I thought it would be really good for you if you can kind of talk about meditation and mental yes. health and the importance of it for people of color. Yeah, I mean, as someone of color that um, does this, I think it's it's so important, and I'm in, I'm happy to see that people of color are getting more and more into it, and that people of color are also creating it. Um, I think it's important to remember that people of color created all this stuff. Um, it's it was appropriated. Um, all over America and Europe. And it then became kind of too exclusive uh, for people, not people of color. And it's, it's something that every person should tap into. It's, it's it's our true selves when we're able to to do meditation and get in touch with ourselves not our mind and our body but the the soul the spirit inside um it taps us into our ancestors it taps us into nature um so i couldn't it's hard for me to even express how important it, it is for me and and how much I love when I see people of color taking and working in this space. Because like I said, it came from, from us. I mean, this stuff has been around for thousands of years. You're right about that. And I'm so glad that you're bringing it to the forefront because, you know, especially now when we listen to music on the radio, a lot of it, you know, has different connotations as relates to what people are following and listening to. So I'm glad that we have someone 
who is as special as you are as a musician that can perform and share something that not many people maybe may know or might be aware of, but when they can hear it, they can say, that's a connection I feel with this sort of music. And, and I, I love it. I mean, I think meditation is vital, especially since COVID-19, we really need to tap into um, yes. finding time for ourselves, quality time um, away from just our jobs and our lives and just being able to, to be in a quiet space and be able to perform, I like to call it, like you're performing for yourself, not for an audience. And meaning that you are able to kind of let go of that emotional you know, turmoil that you've been holding on to and feel like I'm in a safe space to, to be able to be myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have two more questions for you, Harlan, and I'm going, to, I'm going to actually combine them together for you. So the first one is, is how can our listeners okay. find you online? And can you also tell us what's next for you? What's going okay. on that we need to look out for? Yeah, well, um, online, you know, any streaming music platform, if you just type in Harlan Silverman, you'll find all these records we've talked about. Um, also, you'll find if you're on Spotify, go back to your last question. Uh, I made a black meditation playlist that is something that um, I wanted to share with the world that I went back and I, it's something I add to constantly, but I found a lot. There's a lot of artists that people don't associate with making this music that actually make meditation music and music for wellness. Um, so you can hear that also on my Spotify artist page. Um, then socials, Harlan Music is is what I'm under on Instagram. And I think TikTok is it's Harlan Music. Um, yeah, so that's how you, how you can find me. And then what's next? Well, I'm glad to hear that, that Earth Child was your favorite because I am working on Earth Child two which will be the the follow-up album in the same vein as earth child so i'm returning more to the um song with the organic instruments like strings um so that's will be the the next album i release probably in june that will come out in june earth child volume two so you're telling me I'm going to uh, get a sneak peek, I hope. <laughs> I'll send you it. Yes, you can have a sneak peek for sure. I will awesome. send you it before it, it, the release. Well, I'm excited about that. I mean, this is really amazing. And I want—I know Harlan, I, I'm just about to boast about you for a second. But you guys, Harlan is doing amazing things. And on Spotify, he actually has well over 236,000 monthly listeners so i just wanted to kind of throw it out there for people that he is legitimately a great not only artist but people love what he's putting out there and i just want to just kind of let our listeners know that you, you got it i think you're doing amazing things oh thank you thank you i'm you know oh one other place you can find me now is on the calm app so if you if you use or subscribe to calm the um the Meditations album is now streaming on the Calm app as the Sphere album. It's an album title change for that platform, but it's, it's the same album as Meditations. 
Wow, I didn't know that. So I'm glad to know that. And I'm going to share that with my friends to let them know to follow the cool. calm and to definitely to put it on their, their list of things to listen to for sure. Nice. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Well, Harlan, I've had an amazing time talking with you. I can talk to you for hours. I think you are just really cool and calm and collected and you handle these questions well. I know some of the questions were kind of difficult, but you handled it like a consummate professional that you are. And we're just so glad to have you here on Black Canvas. And I would love maybe in the future, if you want to maybe play some of your music or let us hear it on Space Between, um, which is my second podcast, I would love to have you back in the future. Yes, definitely. I was great to be here on Black Canvas. Thank you for, you know, hosting and finding me and having me be a part of it. It's a great podcast. I appreciate you so much, Harlan. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Well, we thank you so much, Harlan, for being on the show. And I can't wait to have you back soon. So I will keep in contact and We'll have you back very soon so we can kind of hear this amazing music that I have fallen in love with. Thank you so much. All right, no problem. You have a great rest of your day, okay? All right, you too. Okay, bye. I'm not afraid of